like, should I really say this? Like, man, it's a bad look for me, but it's f***ing money, though. I mean, and the brownie points. Oh, you don't have nah, fuck it. Yeah, let's go ahead. Welcome back to the Bromar Show. I am your host, Bromar. And today, or at least in this episode, lands on December 1st. And before I jump right into the season of Christmas, I would like to state that, well... You have those weirdos that like to decorate straight after Halloween and before Thanksgiving. So, yeah, y'all a bunch of weirdos and in a bad way. <laughs> like, I get it. Yeah, y'all love Christmas, but come on now. You have a whole month for that. Honestly, you have a whole month. At least wait after Thanksgiving. Maybe you'll be less weird. But for me, if you started on December 1st, you automatically will be considered as a normal functioning human being. Not like the boring normal, but like the normal, it's like, I don't have to be worried or freaked out about anything. <laughs> it looks like this year, Christmas is going to be a little bit different than most previous years. Because, well, due to a series of unfortunate events, majority of us will be celebrating it from home. At least for now. Unless they get everything figured out with the election. Unless they're like, oh, hey, guys, <laughs> we finally have the vaccine. Yes, uh, we've had it all along. And, you know, uh, you know what? I'm going way into the conspiracy theory hole for shits and giggles. So, yes, Christmas this year is going to be different. A lot of people celebrating it from Zoom. And depending on how big your family is or how far away your family is, some might just meet up at certain points. Like, okay, let's see, our West Coast family, y'all meet up some point in the West Coast. And do a Zoom video. Our East Coast family meet up some point at the East Coast and do another Zoom video and then just mash them all into one. I, I don't know how to really explain it verbally, but if I can draw it to you, it you, you'll understand. But yes, for a lot of us, we will be spending Christmas at home. And I'm going to be real with you because we can't really go see our families this year. It makes Christmas almost feel like not as jolly as it's supposed to be. I mean, honestly, Christmas season is not jolly as I think it is because you're stressing out whether you have enough money to buy gifts and all that mess and planning out the dinner, the event, whatever the case may be. And then this year we're spending it at home. So then it's like, it just, it's going to feel weird just not seeing family members here. And yeah, it almost gives me a reason to not be very jolly and then the fact that i work at a restaurant and then part of the restaurant business is retail when it comes to to-go orders oh man it is awful completely awful i don't really hate christmas though but just dealing with it is it's tough i hate it <laughs> and then this year it's because of a series of unfortunate events it's making me even more grumpier Normally, I would tolerate it, but this year, it's just beyond exhausting. But it's okay. That just means it's time to adapt a little bit. And typically, to keep ourselves within the Christmas spirit, we try to listen to Christmas music and all that. But let me just tell you, this year, it's not going to help. So, what I will do this year is we'll try our best to keep it as entertaining as we can. As in, we're going to try to aim for some pretty... Pretty dark jokes here. I'll try our best to not cross the line. 
I don't even know why I'm saying we. It's just going to be me. I'm acting like I have a producer here. But uh, my producer, uh, let's just say she is going through a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> but yes, we're going to try and make Christmas a little different this year. Instead of me telling you to love your families, all that. and Which, I mean, you should in the first place. Obvious. We're just going to just try our best to see... How much we can just break that ceiling. We can break that barrier. Might offend some people. Might make you crack. Might make you reveal something about yourself. Maybe like, oh man, I really am a messed up person. I'm laughing at this. What? (laughs) We're going to take a jab at some things here and there. So it's just be acting like a complete goober from here on out till probably, I don't know, New Year or even after that. And... The first thing we're going to take a jab at and have fun with, it is The Bachelorette. And coming up, I'm going to be talking about it. And specifically, this episode, this scene that gets slightly out of hand. But gosh darn it, is it so fucking savage. You have to see what that is all about here in just a couple moments. So... Ava and Preach gave me this idea. Uh, they made a video on The Bachelorette. And it was basically about a bachelor that called out a bachelorette for some hypocrisy. Which, let's go ahead and see what this is all about. So, he starts off the speech by saying that he told her from the beginning about how honest and all that mess they were going to be, right? Or he was going to be, right? And he asked her to hear him out which look listen i know we're not the best listeners but please hear us out (laughs) at least i'm not the best listener i'm not sure about other guys out there i'm pretty sure they are but nobody wants to (laughs) i am just on a rampage today in regards to comments so he stated that there have been a couple red flags that just came out to him now I don't know if you keep up with The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Actually, this is The Bachelorette. I'm stupid. You can just tell on the look on her face she's disgusted. Like, it's like, oh, no, he did not just say that. Like, you can just see anger flow out from that face. It's it's maddening. (laughs) So, The Bachelorette's exact words were, you guys are here for me. In which, yeah, she's right. They're here for her. But she's also here for them, too. I mean, after all, she belongs to the streets. <laughs> Gosh, I am on a roll. It's crazy. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, these guys are competing for her. So, yeah, she's going to be there for them, too. Otherwise, how is she going to find her man? And he stated that he sacrificed a lot to be here. He sacrificed time to be with his daughter. So every time or every second he spends here on the bachelorette is time that he could have spent with his daughter which translates to opportunity cost i'm not sure if you're an economist or if you took an economics class that's basically what it is you're sacrificing time to invest it in somewhere else yeah so the guy was absolutely appalled about a group date that happened on the bachelorette now If you don't know what group date he is referring to, well, it has to do with dodgeballs and 
taking your clothes off. And I'm pretty sure dodgeballs are not the only things she saw. <laughs> I mean, not just on the show, but in general, outside the show, too. <laughs> I mean, look, it's fine, you know. I mean, I, I, I like those type of women. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, I need to stop. Let, let's go on. He stated that it was humiliating and degrading, which it's true. It, it's degrading and humiliating. And I remember I was like, you know what? If the chick's hot enough, I'll probably humiliate and degrade myself for her. But looking back at it now... It's a lot like simping, so yeah, that, yeah, I, I, I get where this guy's coming from. He, he really, really did not want to simp that day. I totally feel you and understand you, my guy. And of course, he really does not understand how that translates into finding a husband, and which is true. I don't understand either. It's like me going to a strip club, okay? Going to find my soulmate, my love of my life. How does that really translate into it? Because, or look, there's... Up it up a notch now. Maybe a sex... Well, I don't know about a sex worker, but specifically, what about uh, an escort? Like, yes, I know. Some escorts that are married and all this mess, but typically speaking, how does that translate to it? Because as an escort, it is her job to please other men in whatever fashion she's requested to. And you have to be comfortable with that idea. If not, well, simple, you just leave, move on, find someone who is not comfortable with doing that, who won't do that. But yeah, jumping back into this, yeah, I understand the guy, I I feel him, I get it. Don't really understand how that translates into finding a husband. So he explained that because if his family were to see this, like he wouldn't understand how to explain that to them. Like in which in his defense, I get him. And then the bitch, I mean, sorry, I meant the bachelorette says, well, that's why you weren't invited to that, which that just tells you how, hmm, one, it tells you how not invested in him she is, or two, how very invested she is into him. It could be one of those two. It's got to be one of those two. It can't be both. It has to be one of those two, but I don't know which one it is. Now, the guy says, I'm glad you didn't. Which now it's just pettiness fighting with pettiness. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So this is the oldest bachelorette. So the bachelor continues and says, I expected a lot from the oldest bachelorette. And that what she did was classless. And which, mm, well, I mean, I'm not necessarily, again, up to tier with those guys in regards to looks. But I mean, uh, let's move on. I can't really say anything a lot about that. <laughs> so he says, I can't believe I'm ashamed to be associated with you. In which, <sighs> I'm not a parent. I'm not a father. So I'm assuming that that's the reason why he would feel ashamed to be associated with this type of woman. Now, me, as a young 25-year-old, I wouldn't. I'm like, yo, man, check this out. I'm smashing someone older than me, man. Someone more experienced. <laughs> Look, I thought I couldn't do it, but it ends up, I was able to do it, y'all. I mean, I'm kind of happy about this. Do I want to marry her? I, I mean, if I do, she... In regards, I still have a shorter life expectancy because of the dumb stuff I do. But I don't know. We could be rivaling each other's life expectancy at this point. <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> now, I understand you might say, oh, he shouldn't have replied with that, or he shouldn't have said that, which it's all fine and dandy. You know, a real man would have walked away and said nothing. But at the same time, I, none of us really know what a definition of a real man is nowadays. So let's just kind of throw it out in the air. And yeah. <laughs> oh my God. What if the writers told him to say that? Maybe that's the only reason why he said that. Because just judging by the way he carries himself here, he probably didn't want to say that or didn't really need to say that. That he feels ashamed to be with this type of chick because all he has to do is just walk away and do nothing. Seriously, and that's all he had to do. But I think the producers were like, oh my gosh, this is getting ratings. This is getting good. Yo, keep this guy somehow. Come on, man. We can't let him walk away. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and switch it to double channels now because I'm going to record the best part. Going back to our first day, I feel like you like really overreacted. Honestly, it sounded a little crazy. It, like, yeah, it sounded crazy. So, what about me saying that I want guys who are here for me? I'm looking for a husband. I'm looking Claire, for someone to Claire, right. love me. I'm Hold looking on, for someone. I've listened to you, you had, no, 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 this entire no, no. time. Guys. I would never want my children having a father like you. Get out of here. Remember, you're almost 40. <laughs> Remember, you're almost 40. <laughs> Oh my god. I cannot believe this man said that. I really can't. This, this man is an absolute savage. Look, say what you want that he was being a hypocrite because, you know, he didn't want to set a bad example for his daughter or whatever, but uh, yeah, let's be real. That was pretty savage. Like, you this man had the balls to say some shit like that live on television. And for all I know, maybe the producers played a part into this but still i feel like i'm like should i really say this like man it's a bad look for me but it's money though i mean and the brownie points oh, you don't know fuck it yeah let's go ahead i don't know that probably could have happened but at the same time it's that's insane so towards the end of Ava and preach's video they mentioned about how they had to call off the whole entire thing midway through just because apparently <laughs> this chick found her love of her life even before the season started like right at the beginning found some dude off instagram imagine you signing up for this show thinking that you're gonna have a chance with miss claire over here who apparently is 40 years old or almost 40 i don't know i mean this was taped a while back so she's probably already 40 but imagine you participating on this show only to find out that they called the whole thing off because she found the love of her life on instagram now let's be real she's pretty attractive and i would smash would i marry uh, i i mean i'm not a marriage person so you're you're asking the wrong person honestly <laughs> but that's crazy though it's just that's why for me, it's really hard to get into these shows. But I'll tell you this. There's just a whole lot of valuable just knowledge that you as a fellow guy could take. Just of things you should not do. Like invest time and money into these type of women. I'm not saying that there's no good women out there. There's plenty of them out there, which is why they're all taken. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but that's beside the point. But that's really crazy. Just imagine just coming on the show and just wasting your time for that. That's insane. 
And I guess I would understand why the guy is infuriated. This right here shows like The Bachelor. This is why at the same time I think they're good shows. Like while granted the fact or the idea behind competing for someone's love is stupid. It also shows you some valuable lessons you should take away from. Is the reflection of some of their decision making. For example like Miss Claire here doing like a strip dodgeball. Is very reflective about the choices she made during her dating life. Or she makes on her dating life. That's one of the main reasons why I really want to get invested into this show. It's just because you can just see like from the decision making on the show. Of just how that reflects to their decision making when it comes to dating. And that right there will give you all the flags you need to know. And by the way, red flags are green flags. Don't forget that. And what I mean by that is, well, yes, there's stories that she's crazy, has bipolar disorder, and mental issues. Doesn't mean you should not date them, you know? Like, they still leave, they still need some love like other human beings, right? I'm just saying that if you are an experienced fella, proceed, you already know what to do. But let's just say if you are on the inexperienced side, well, the red flags are just telling you, hey, be careful, proceed at your own risk. You shouldn't disqualify her as not girlfriend material or girlfriend potential, but just be careful and thread lightly. See, with girls, I mean, red flags is absolutely none, but, you know, they, they always break that rule. Like, not all of them though, not all of them, but you know which chicks I'm talking about. They mentioned all this crap about absolutely no red flags, but yet they still are dating the same bunch of red flag losers that they claim they don't want. But <laughs> it's just as a warning sign. That's all it is. It's not like, hey, you know, you have red flags. I can't date you. No, that's not what it is. It's like, it seems like we have some issues here that can be resolved or can be worked around, but I'm still gonna allow you to be my girlfriend, basically. <laughs> and that's just, again, from guy experience from what I've heard and what I've seen. Doesn't necessarily apply everywhere else, but it's just from experience. All right, so that's going to do it for me now. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you follow The Bromar Show on Instagram, which is at The Bromar Show. We also have an official Bromar Show page in which you can go and visit at bromarmedia.home.blog. I post in some articles here and there, and you can also tune in to the most recent episode of The Bromar Show. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. And if you enjoyed the content, make sure you go ahead and share with your friends and let people know about the Bromar Show. I think it's time to spread the word around. And honestly, it's just for entertainment purposes most of the time. And sometimes I do provide some important information that you should know. But for majority of the time, because it is COVID, I think it matters more and more and more that, well, people just have some way to escape their current reality because let's face it, this could be the new normal for uh, until election day, maybe. (laughs) So we'll go ahead and push through and thanks again for listening and until next time.